0: Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television, the CMO Insight Series. I am your host, Jeff Pedowitz, President and CEO of the Pedowitz Group. Today we have with us as our guest, Tiziana Barrow of Telagia. She is the Founder and Chief Marketing Officer. And Tiziana, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Jeff. It's a pleasure to be here on the phone with you.
0: So. Now, just before uh, we started this, you were filling me in a little bit on the unique name of your company. Uh, I think it would be a great way to start. And then tell us what you do.
1: Sure. Um, Yes. My my name is Tiziana, and uh, um, I I joke around to say that I am uh, here on a mission to bring the name back to life because Tiziano used to be the biggest competitor to Michelangelo in the 1600s. So if you ever actually make it to Venice, you end up finding a lot of his works. Um, and uh, but most Americans or English-speaking people know it as Titian, T-I-T-A-N, because uh, there is so much inhibition about pronouncing the the Z. So it's like Tiziana, pizza, pizza piazza. And so it's um, yes, here that's that's my mission in life.
0: <laughs> but, but basically, but you're you're an inventor, you're a creator, you're an artist, right? But you, you're doing it all for marketing.
1: That's right. That's right. And uh, um, I definitely um, I I have that passions that meets the science of psychology uh, and technology. So um, I actually did not start in marketing. I um, ended up landing in marketing around early 2000. And uh, and then I just really found my spot. Um, I was in um, analyst relations, so marketing communications, and then really found the marketing automation space um, around 2010. And uh, I have just fallen in love with, um, you know, the, and fascinated with the things that, that you can really do uh, with, um, with, with, with marketing automation platforms, with the digital piece of it, with the socials and, uh, and the SEOs. I mean, it's just fascinating.
0: I know what you mean. I, uh, I had a, a similar epiphany back in 2003 when I discovered marketing automation for the first time, it it really felt like a calling. (laughs) So, And uh, here we are, all these years later, still doing it. So uh, it's uh, definitely a good fit. So uh, what does Telagia do?
1: So um, Telagia is very much built on my passion of really understanding the customer journey and the personas that companies are targeting. So, um, you, you know, what are some of the... The steps that people come uh, across, or, or the journeys that they take, from when they first become aware of the company, to then they build their interest, to then learn more about it, to then you know really evaluate it before they actually make the purchase. So that purchase journey, customer journey, really depends on you know there is different terminology out there, um, but um, really understand the psychology that the potential buyers go through and the triggers really allows us as marketer to provide content that it's relevant and pertinent to them and timely um, so that you can then really um, achieve velocity. And uh, I mean, it's, it's magical. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing you know, more exciting to me to actually see conversion um, and, and to provide. Clearly, it's, it's about being of service. Um, because, you know, you want to provide, you want to meet the, the the person that's looking to make the purchase uh, wherever they're at in their journey and provide something that's pertinent and valuable. So that's how I, I see it.
0: So, you know, we talk with marketers every day. I think everyone wants and desires to be more customer focused, but uh, maybe you're still stuck in doing a lot of product-oriented or company-centric content. So... How the companies how they, how do you get them to start moving down the path um, where yeah. within a couple of months they could start doing things and getting results?
1: Yeah, so, um, you, you know, I mean, even just sitting down and determining the stages and then figuring out, you know, some of the things that the different personas go through those stages, it really kind of creates clarity, um, both on the marketing side as well as on the sales side. And, I mean... One company that I worked with, um, once the team, the sales team, actually understood the steps, understood the psychology behind it, they were able to actually double um, their uh, their wins, their sales closing within three months. So it was just as simple as giving them a little structures and understanding and what might be more pertinent and how to move them from A to B, that. It, it was just it just kind of like catapulted them forward um, so so having that basic conversations and then you know there is there is still the stigma especially in larger companies I mean in smaller companies I think it's a matter of survival but in larger companies where marketing and sales there's you know you know you, you still need to marry the two efforts together so having them both at the same table and really have clear handshakes between the two departments. It's like, okay, once sales, once it's a marketing qualified lead and sales really owns the lead, you know, marketing really needs to pull back because they need to own the conversations. Um, But it's no point to provide the leads as soon as they hit the website because they're not really necessarily ready. They're probably just researching. Um, And so your efforts and the sales team are actually overburdened. Um, so so once sales kind of understands that what we're doing is really to help them out and understand the steps on how we get them there, um, they, they relax a lot more and then focus on on what they need to do.
0: So who owns the customer?
1: <laughs> well, depends which department you speak to, right? Um, because clearly... Um, so I, I really try to... And customer, it's a funny term because customer is after they made the purchase, right? So, so, so when when they come to the website, uh, you know, marketing really has the task to to warm them up to begin with, and allow them to raise their ends if they're sales ready at any time in any interactions, right? The the, the contact us, the, the the ability to request a demo. It should be prominent in any conversation. They should always have like two or three options either to further educate themselves or to contact us uh, or be contacted by us. So, so I, you know, the, the early stages are really owned by marketing, and the task is really for us to get them sales ready, but allowing them and empowering them to kind of raise their hands and say, Yes, I am ready. I do want to talk to someone right now. Um, and then, um, you know, because it used to, is funny, because um, before really the funnel, the sales funnel, it used to really be owned primarily by sales. But what we're seeing is that more and more marketer are really owning the, the funnel and they're actually, we're moving down farther into the funnel. So then the sales team can really just focus on the transaction um, the negotiations, um, you know, the customer testimonials if they need it, the demos, the POC, um, and so forth. So, so the, the the there is a lot of transformation that's happening in the marketing that is really percolating over to the sales team, and there is some resistance, of course.
0: Yeah, I, I guess another way of saying it though is, doesn't everybody <laughs> own the customer? It's just because every department is playing a role. And that's right. Even, I mean, for all of us, we want to keep and grow our customers regardless of the business that you're in. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just find sometimes companies are spending a disproportionate amount of time on that new acquisition and not enough time on nurturing and growing their customers. So, you know, if you if you measure your business and lifetime value of the customer, it seems like that would be <laughs> a place where more attention yeah. should be played.
1: Well, and, and if you think about it, once the transaction is made, that journey starts back up again, right? Because, and, and there are studies that kind of indicates that um, the likelihood of building loyalty is really done within the first 60 days of the customer experience. So, you know, how is the handoff between sales and the implementation team, the services team? And, you know, what is their launch ramp up time? Um, you know, know, so, so those.